Star Wars Celebration, everyone. This is Storm Duper back with you, reporting live from Star Wars Celebration here in Chicago for Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. Today, it's April 14th. It's the fourth day of the Celebration Convention. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot in store for our listeners. And I'm just going to turn it over to IG69. IG took a little stroll down the convention hall, and uh, IG, tell us what you got. This is IG69 for Faking Star Wars Radio, live from Star Wars Celebration Chicago at McCormick Place. And wait, what's that? I'm Stinky Dinky, ha ha ha! Oh, ladies and gentlemen, fakers at home, we're joined by the pest himself. Ah, Puerto Rico, ho, Puerto Rico, ho! Legendary comic and performer John Leguizamo, and future star of The Mandalorian, I might add. What's up? What's up, my gente? What's going on, uh, faking a Star Wars? Hey, don't stay storm duper, IG. Eh, como estas? Pana. Uh, he just went for some hot dogs, just covering the celebration. Um, super excited for you on The Mandalorian, of course. Whip well, uh, it's been great working with John again. We go way back. Right, you worked with John Favreau on Chef, right? Great film. You did your homework, Pappy. So, yeah, he told me that I needed some comic relief uh, because the show was pretty heavy. Bien pesadito, tu sabes? So I brought it big time. Pedro is the tough guy, and I help cut the tension. Hmm. Can you share any spoilers for our listeners? Oh, of course. I can tell them that Latin history for morons has a happy ending, and it's streaming right now on Netflix. Go support your boy, Palante mi gente. Well, big shout out to John Leguizamo for passing by. You can catch his Spanglish stylings on The Mandalorian later this year on Disney and check out his comedy special on Netflix right now, or not. Hey, hey, the faking Star Wars booth is just just humming here at uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago. We're here live, faking Star Wars radio. And, uh, well, aren't you just loving the Windy City, IG? Well, you know, we've been indoors for the last 36 hours. But from what I've heard, it's pretty nice outside. IG, I'm detecting a strange lilt to your uh, linguistic output. Uh, What's been going on? Well, you know, I took the uh, Chicago uh, Rosetta Stone program, so now I'm speaking Chicago. Wow, I'm really impressed with how quickly you've picked it up. Uh, I guess, I mean, that probably means you can do, like, a mean Mike Ditka impression. What better place than right here? Yeah, well, you know, dub bears, doubles. That's all I got. Oh, wow. Oh, I IG. I've been studying for six hours. Uh, a, cu- a communications disruption can only mean one thing. Invasion? Duel of the fakes. No, it's Duel of the Fakes time. Oh, we're still doing that? That's right, especially here at Star Wars Celebration. Ladies and gentle nerds, everyone listening at home as well, this edition of Duel of the Fakes is dedicated to the Phantom Menace, which is celebrating its 20th anniversary. Well, IG, are you actually clapping? I thought you hated episode one. I do, but it's been 20 years since that train wreck. The inevitable reboot should be here any day now, and there's no way in hell it's going to be worse. You are a strange and beautiful droid. In any case, uh, we're going to try something new here at uh, Star Wars Celebration. For the first time ever, we're going to play Duel of the Fakes live with a random convention goer. That's great! I love random convention goers almost as much as I hate the Phantom Menace. 
You know, also, I think this may be our 20th duel anniversary playing Duel of the Fakes as well. Maybe I tend to forget the duels I didn't win, so who knows, really. Either way, it seems fitting to finally have a Duel of the Fakes centered entirely on Episode 1. Uh, yes, considering we ripped off the name from the Duel of the Fates. Plus, the climactic duel between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul is probably the single most iconic piece of Star Wars media to come from the prequel era. Yeah, but the bar was pretty low, wouldn't you say? Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, guys, I can't take him anywhere. <laughs> okay, folks, so uh, who would like to play Naboo's favorite trivia game with us? Raise your hand if you want to play. Sorry, droid cosplay guys. We don't serve your kind. Um, let's see. How about, uh, how about the lady in the back? Ah, no, no. Actually, I don't like your mustache. Um, how about you? Yes, you, sir. Yes. He looks like a fitting victim. Hi there. What's your name and where are you from? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to find, uh, I'm trying to find the, uh, the place where you're turning your ticket to get your voucher. Uh, I, I came all the way down from the lakefront. Uh, there wasn't much metal on the beach today, and it was quite windy, so I decided to turn in a little early and get some lunch. Is this your first Star Wars celebration? Well, I, I was hoping to celebrate today. I, I got a big tip from Jimmy that he found a few bags of some old gold coins over there by uh, by the Willis Tower uh, on the beachfront near there, but I was not able to find anything, so I'm still penniless today. I'm looking for a good chicken sandwich and maybe some green beans if you have any. Okay. Are, are you familiar with uh, Duel of the Fakes? Oh, uh, well, the last duel that I had ended very uh, unceremoniously in the Nevada desert. Um, you know, Big Willie Ronaldo, he came in and he took away all of our stock, and, and he said that if we didn't pay up, that we were doomed. That was when I owned a chain of dry cleaners there in Reno. Uh, it's, it's like this happens to me every time. Okay. In this case, we're going to get you to read uh, three stories about the Phantom Menace, which should all be fake, but you just have to figure out which one is the fake, fake story. Got it? So if I guess correctly, I can get my green beans and my fried chicken sandwich? Sure. Okay, well, I got a good feeling about this today, then, after all. It's time to celebrate. Okay, here's the first story. In a recent interview with Variety, director team... The Russo brothers explained how the final battle in Avengers Infinity War was actually inspired by the Phantom Menace. Battle. According to the Russos, both films feature opposing armies separated by a blue force field on a grassy field. Plus, each film's climactic battle only serves as a diversion for a larger plot point. In The Phantom Menace, a small team within the royal palace aims to keep the invaders from the city and thwart the plans of the Trade Federation Viceroy Newt Gunray. Meanwhile, in Infinity Wars, Shuri must find a way to remove the Mind Stone embedded within Vision's head before Thanos gets it. Meanwhile, outside the palace walls, the Avengers attempt to hold off the alien army and keep them from reaching the palace. Who knew? For the record, real or fake, I still really hate Episode 1. Oh, Sonny, you you have a lot of hate in your heart, I can tell. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, Old Herbert here has seen a lot of bad things in his day, but one thing you can't do is cherish the hate. That's just going to turn you into an old curmudgeon, and you don't want that. Trust me, that can put a damper on on your romantic life. Well, fair enough. 
On to the second story that should be fake, but might be a phantom menace just pretending to be fake. According to <laughs> a mad best... I like things that are pretend. <laughs> okay. In a Rolling Stones article, Michael Jackson campaigned for the role of Jar Jar Binks, but George Lucas decided against casting him because his star status would compromise the film. At one point, Lucas took Best and Natalie Portman backstage at a Jackson concert and introduced them to the King of Pop to gain the singer's approval. Oh, singers are really good at, at uh, giving approval. I remember back when I was just about uh, 20 or 30 years old, there was this concert in New York called called Woodstock, and I got to go there, and this very nice man gave me some newspaper, and he said, this is the kind of newspaper that you taste, not read. And I didn't know exactly what he meant, but I've never been the same since. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, so I would think that the singer is good, so if I choose that, can I have my green beans now, please? I'm very hungry. Um, maybe. I'm going to go with maybe. All right, anyway, last but not least, there's the third story that should be fake. Star Wars The Third Gatherers Backstroke of the West is a hilarious bootleg of Episode 3 that features poorly translated English subtitles from Chinese. But what many people don't know is that Backstroke of the West inspired a fan to give the Phantom Menace the same treatment. The first gatherer's ghost the threat was made using a collection of still images from episode 1, originally posted on a photo album. It quickly became a favorite on Reddit. No, I... I am tired of these Chinese coming across the border in Mexico and taking all of our jobs. Now, somebody should do them a favor and build them some, uh, you know, food stands and, and places to relax because when they come over here, that's all they're doing. They got to do that before they get over here. I guess so. Um, so, uh, which story is the fake? Now, could you remind me what the first one was, Sonny, because my memory is not so good anymore. I know the second one is about singing green beans. Yes, and the first one is that um, the Avengers Infinity Wars was inspired by the Phantom Menace. Well, that sounds kind of highfalutin for me. I, I think I'm going to pick the third one about the Chinese coming across the Mexican border wall. Alrighty then. Um, unfortunately, Herbert, um, this mean uh, that story is true. Therefore, no green beans for you. No, no, please! I've been waiting all morning. I I came all the way over here. I I don't have anything to eat, and there's all these people here. Everyone's in line, and the smell is terrible. All oh, you people, go home! You shouldn't be here. You're crowding me out of my air, and I I'm starting to develop a a, a, a tingling sensation going down my back, and it's all your fault. You you young people today, come over here. You have no respect for your elders. Now, now, I'm going to get my green beans and I'm not going anywhere until I do. I want to talk to your manager, Sonny. Actually, I have a better idea. Well, we're going to have lunch together. Hey, IG, how did Duel of the Fakes go? Uh, what's that smell?
Ugh, it's definitely not these Polish sausages I, I got. Hey, I got one for you. Do you want it? Uh, sure, Storm Duper. Um, I'm going to say Kentucky Fried Pork. Yeah, well, how did uh, Duel of the Fakes go? Um, well, the uh, respondent did not answer correctly, but I handled it. IG, we all know how much you love subverting expectations, and since this was the first time you hosted Duel of the Fakes, you did just that. Uh, there were two true stories, oddly enough, and only one fake, which is not the way we usually play. How did that turn out? Yeah, it blew everyone away. So, uh, tell us, what was the phantom fake from this duel, IG? Well, the Phantom fake was that the Avengers Infinity War was inspired by the Phantom Menace. Is that not the case? Oh, I thought it was. Well, it's, they're very similar movies, so it's easy to see the correlation, but uh, apparently just a coincidence. Terrible minds think alike, I guess, in that case then, huh? Oh, indeed. Great. Well, thanks for taking over. I was really hungry. I mean, all this walking in the convention hall, uh, I've just been burning calories left and right. Well, and I know you're not used to physical activities, so that must be a strain. Well, you know, I have been uh, working up uh, for this. I have gotten out of my sofa six times in the last month. So. Well, that must be a record. Um, anyway, I need a broom and a bucket. Oh, yeah. IG, I was going to ask you, did somebody drop, like, a five-gallon soup container of barbecue sauce or something in front of our booth here? There's this big, giant red puddle. It's revolting. What happened? Um, just a spill. Just a spill. Ugh. Don't worry about it. It's um, so sticky No need to ask unctuous. more questions. La 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 Hey, well, I'm going to have to get this taken care of. I mean, we don't have very good liability insurance with the podcast, and if somebody slips and breaks an arm, that's coming out of my pocket. Uh, I'm going to head down to the basement IG, see if I can't find a janitor, see if he can hold things down up here, okay? Will do, Storm Duper. Attention, nerds. With the owner of a pod racer with the license plate FSW-F-O-R-E-V-A, please move your vehicle. You are in a handicapped spot. Well, IG, we would be amiss if we did not discuss the big panel from today's uh, celebration, which was the Mandalorian uh, earlier this morning. Um, that, you know, I thought Sunday there would be a lot of fans who didn't go uh, and honored the Sabbath and were at church, things like that. But boy, oh boy, was the line packed. Well, I mean, as expected, this is probably the hottest new property that Star Wars has. Yeah, and I mean, I guess... The first takeaway from the panel for me was was not really surprising. Um, of course, uh, Disney is using uh, The Mandalorian to kind of promote their new streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Well, yeah, I mean, as expected. Yeah. How do you feel about how everything's going streaming now? Well, um, I got to say, it sounds like a bit of a cash grab to me. Yeah, I... I Gone are the days of, like, having your library of things that you own, you know? Yeah, no, now it's all in a digital library that can be taken from you at any point. So I'm not surprised that the Disney announced that The Mandalorian would be one of the premier shows uh, when Disney Plus starts up later this year. The one thing that surprised me was that they're using kind of the same model that they used for the theatrical releases of Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I mean, what do you expect? Well, so when The Force Awakens and Last Jedi were in theaters, uh, a lot of people criticized Disney for trying to control the um, inventory of films at the theaters because they wouldn't let like small art theaters show the film unless they agreed to have it on like 70% of the screens. So that meant that these other smaller theaters couldn't show many other movies. Well, absolutely. And here, now they have their own streaming service, so now they can have 100% of Disney content. 
Yeah. So and the no rule, one else I guess, in any. terms of like signing up for Disney Plus that they announced today at the panel is unless your TV is streaming Disney Plus uh, 78% of the time, uh, then there's actually an algorithm in the streaming uh, package that will actually cut you off and revoke your membership. So. Oh, and your TV will explode. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how they're going to get that second part, but, I mean, it seems like this is the notorious kind of fascist stuff to, that we come to expect from Disney at this point. So you mean a, company a lot of the fans left, you know, and I think the, I think that, I think that the, um, I think that the mood was fairly somber after that panel. Would you agree? Well, I mean, we're we all fear for our lives at this point. Yeah, I mean, desperate times here now, my man. So, but hey, let's not let's not uh, you know let's not present the you know this image that it was completely dour. I mean, there were a few interesting points. Uh, for example, we did get to hear from John Favreau who will be voicing um, your cousin, IG-88, in The Mandalorian. Uh, now, and finally, IG-88 gets a speaking role. You know, my cousin actually appeared in person in the original trilogies, but they cut all of his lines out. Yeah, no love and the editing booth for him. No, no, and, but, but this is the weird thing, is that, like, my cousin speaks with a Samoan accent, so I don't see how John Favreau is going to really pull that off. Uh, time will tell, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know that about your cousin. Does he play rugby as well? Oh, yes, avidly. Hmm, amazing. The things you didn't know. Uh, well, um, the last uh, thing from the panel that I think is really of note, uh, you know, Twitter is just going nuts, by the way, already about this news, um, and that is, you know, Andy Serkis himself was there at the Mandalorian panel. I uh, know, and I loved seeing him. Like, honestly, he's one of my favorite actors I've been a fan ever since he played uh, Smeagol uh, Gollum in the uh, Peter Jackson trilogy of The Lord of the Rings. And when I heard that he was going to be Snoke in uh, The Force Awakens, I couldn't have been more delighted. I know, and it's it's surprising that Snoke's going to start off in like the same place that Smeagol did. Like, he's going to be in a cave eating fish and then develop from there. Yeah, I guess they really are relying on the strength of that performance. And, hey, why not? We don't know anything about Snoke, and so they're going to explore his backstory in The Mandalorian. I couldn't be happier. And why not a fish-eating cave dweller who loves gold? Well, it was a very interesting panel. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Well, IG, that's about all that we really have time for today. Uh, Action-packed Sunday, um, you know, lots of exciting things. It's really too bad that uh, our coverage here at the conference is coming to a close. Of course, Storm Duper, uh, this has been an amazing experience. And for all our listeners out there, please remember to stay tuned in on all of the Faking Star Wars social media accounts for updates coming out all weekend. That's at Faking Star Wars and at FSW Radio on both Twitter and Instagram and Real Faking Star Wars on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it was just a great time meeting all these uh, new fans. And uh, I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I must have gotten over 100 phone numbers from some of those uh, female cosplayers. How about you? Well, I had one follower, uh, and uh, I dealt with that. I see. Huh. Well, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at StormDuper. Um, I'm going to stay on the Discord server as well, so if you have anything else you'd like to add with the announcements, get on there. It's uh, free. Again, bit.ly slash fswdiscord. It's a free app, and it's bit.ly slash fswdiscord. 
FSW all in caps. And of course, guys, don't forget the Patreon. Join uh, FSW Patreon. It helps us financially to produce the fake content you love and keep the site up and running. Please subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. That's right. And we sold a lot of t-shirts here. I didn't I didn't know if we would do so well because, uh, you know, people are here looking for that exclusive stuff. But um, the designs that we brought, they did they did pretty well. We're almost sold out of everything except for extra, extra small and extra, 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 extra large. Well, the extra, extra, extra large, I'm sure, will come at the end of the conference. Uh, extra, extra small, I don't even know why we brought that. Yeah. Well... <laughs> We get a discount for printing in, uh, you know, pan pan sizes, I guess. Um, so uh, look for us at the next celebration. Uh, it's time to it's time to go, IG. I'm really sad to say, but this is about it. And you know what? This has been a fantastic celebration. I'm glad I've been here. Oh yeah, man, IG. I'm telling you, I am famished. It has been a really long day. I didn't get any lunch, but I do have. Uh, a couple of those Polish sausages still in my pocket. Let's try to find a corner here. You know, things are starting to thin out a bit, and let's just sit down and get something to eat. I, You know what I did? I actually scraped up some of that barbecue sauce that spilled um, in front of the uh, the podcast booth earlier, and it is just fantastic on these Polish sausages. Here, let's have a seat. Mm. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh. oh. Do you want one? Oh. Would you like one? Oh, yeah. That's... um. Yeah, that's the oh. IG family's uh, special um, barbecue sauce. Oh, my goodness. It is just so delicious. There's a smokiness to it and a, a meatiness almost and, right. and a bit of sweetness. It's just fantastic. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, mm. that's, um, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, oh, I could drink this. Oh, just it's fantastic. Put it in a bowl. Put it in a microwave just, just by itself. It's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Would you buy it? Possibly, possibly. Mm, maybe we could sell it. I have a great idea. Oh. Wait, what is this? IG, is this a piece of a denture? I am not responsible for that. Mm, wow, what the hell? It's fantastic anyway. Mm.